Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Security from Wired. Brought to you by Quantic. Quantic's online MBA and executive MBA degree programs are designed mobile first with interactive micro lessons and individualized feedback every eight seconds. Don't settle for old school slides and lectures. Engage with the modern MBA and experience the future of education. Go to quantic.edu slash wired for more. Russia's GRU hackers hit U.S. government and energy targets. A previously unreported Fancy Bear campaign persisted for well over a year and indicates that the notorious group has broadened its focus. By Andy Greenberg Russia's GRU military intelligence agency has carried out many of the most aggressive acts of hacking in history, Destructive worms, blackouts, and closest to home for Americans, a broad hacking and leaking operation designed to influence the outcome of the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Now it appears the GRU has been hitting U.S. networks again in a series of previously unreported intrusions that targeted organizations ranging from government agencies to critical infrastructure. From December 2018 until at least May of this year, the GRU hacker group known as APT28, or Fancy Bear, carried out a broad hacking campaign against U.S. targets, according to an FBI notification sent to victims of the breaches in May and obtained by Wired. According to the FBI, the GRU hackers primarily attempted to break into victims' mail servers, Microsoft Office 365 and email accounts, and VPN servers. The targets included, quote, a wide range of U.S.-based organizations, state and federal government agencies, and educational institutions, the FBI notification states. And technical breadcrumbs included in that notice reveal that APT-28 hackers have targeted the U.S. energy sector, too, apparently as part of the same effort. The revelation of a potentially ongoing U.S.-targeted GRU hacking spree is especially troubling in light of the GRU's past operations, which have often gone beyond mere espionage to include embarrassing email leaks or even disruptive cyber attacks. 
APT-28 hackers in particular have been the subject of U.S. indictments alleging hack and leak operations targeting both the 2016 U.S. election and the worldwide anti-doping agency. The latter attack was in apparent retaliation for the International Olympic Committee banning Russia from the 2018 Olympics for performance-enhancing drug use. Although not all motives are clear, we can make judgments based on the nature of the target as seen through past indictments, an FBI spokesperson wrote in a statement responding to Wired's request for further comment on the notification sent to APT-28 hacking victims. The FBI also says that the GRU hacking campaign has likely continued into recent months. An advanced persistent threat is just that, the spokesperson added, referring to the APT acronym from which APT-28 takes its name. There is an expectation of continued activity, the spokesperson said. According to the FBI's victim notification, the APT-28 hackers have gained access to networks via spear phishing emails sent to both personal and work email accounts. They've also used password spraying attacks, in which hackers try common passwords across many accounts, as well as brute force attacks that guess a long list of passwords against one or a small number of accounts. Within days of the FBI's notification being sent to victims in early May, the NSA issued a public advisory that Sandworm, a separate but closely linked GRU hacker group, was exploiting a vulnerability in Exum mail servers to target victims. The FBI told Wired it knew of no connection between that Exum exploitation and the APT-28 campaign. One staff member at an infected organization told Wired that the IT staff had seen no sign of a successful phishing attack, but nonetheless found that the hackers had accessed their email server. Once they were on the server, they stole entire mailboxes, says the staffer, who asked that Wired not reveal either their identity or the organization they work for. The organization was eventually notified by the FBI that they had, in fact, been breached by APT-28. The natural worry is, am I the next John Podesta? The staffer says, referring to the Hillary Clinton campaign director whose emails were stolen and leaked by APT-28 ahead of the 2016 election. Reading the victim notification and realizing how many different organizations were probably targeted, it just underscores that exactly what we were worried about in 2016 is something that Russia is literally still doing as we speak. The FBI declined to comment on how many victims the APT-28 campaign may have targeted or how many of those attempts were successful. But security firm FireEye says it's learned of a handful, quote-unquote, of victim organizations that were compromised by hackers using the same IP addresses listed as used by APT-28 in the FBI victim notification. In those cases, the hackers appear not to have infected systems with malware, says Ben Reed, a cyber espionage analyst at FireEye, instead using stolen credentials to move around the corporate network as employees would. It was a pretty light touch, Reed says. While neither FireEye nor the FBI would reveal the identities of APT-28's victims, at least one of the group's targets appears to have been in the U.S. energy industry. A Department of Energy advisory issued in January warned that on Christmas Eve of last year, someone probed the login pages of a U.S. energy entity from an IP address that had previously been used by APT-28. 
That same IP address was also listed by the FBI among those used by APT-28's hackers through May, confirming that APT-28 was very likely behind that incident. Energy sector intrusions would represent a shift in targeting for APT-28, says Joe Slowick, the security researcher at industrial control system security firm Dragos, who spotted the connection between the DOE advisory and the FBI victim notification. Just given what we understand about how APT-28 operates and its typical victimology, identifying that group interacting with the U.S. energy sector would be substantially different from how this group has behaved previously, he says. While apparently a new venture for APT-28, the GRU as a whole does have a history of hacking critical infrastructure. The GRU hacker group Sandworm planted malware on the networks of U.S. electric utilities in 2014, then carried out the first-ever cyber-attack-induced blackouts in Ukraine in 2015 and 2016. The notion that APT-28 may now be sniffing around U.S. energy industry targets too, or that Sandworm is, given that the two groups have teamed up in the past, is disturbing, argues Slowick. This is a concerning data point, Slowick says. It's the first time in a while that this group has targeted U.S. critical infrastructure. A new GRU hacking campaign targeting U.S. organizations in 2020 also raises the specter of another round of election meddling, given the GRU's notorious campaign of electoral interference in 2016. U.S. intelligence officials have been warning since early this year that Russia has sought to interfere in U.S. electoral politics again to help re-elect President Trump. But the FBI and FireEye both say they saw no signs that this particular string of intrusions by APT-28 were related to the upcoming presidential election. Instead, says FireEye's read, the campaign shows that the GRU's general interest in U.S. targets hasn't ended, even as its endgame remains unclear. The U.S. continues to be the chief antagonist for Russia in their mind. It's an important reminder that this is still going on, says Reed. It's hard to say if it's a significant escalation, but it's obviously not good. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.